Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Lava Pool. I'm your host, Samuel, Dr. Fidget Harsma, and I'm joined once again by Temporal. And Temporal, I've got one question for you. Did you end up getting a sandwich in San Diego? Uh, if you count uh, Subway, maybe. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. I, um, I had a... Uh, I had great tacos, though. Phenomenal tacos. Tacos are okay. kind of a sandwich, right? They're sort of-ish, maybe? If you kind of roll yeah, it? I don't know. I mean, you you could argue that. Um, you still did yeah. better than me, because I forgot, I forgot to get a sandwich. I passed so <laughs> many sandwich restaurants like on my way there. I'm like, oh, I'm going to stop at all of these. And then I forgot about all of them. No. Yeah, I got, I got Subway after for dinner uh, after uh, um, Saturday. So that was that was a really nice break to get out of the event from judging it for like however many hours and have a nice sandwich with with my friend. And it was yeah. Subway, but it, it was still counted, right? <laughs> it does. I got a burrito after Saturday. Sounds good. Was I wasn't able to get a burrito. Huge. I was really sad. Really? They they were also everywhere. Well, cuz the cuz I went cuz the places I went with friends um Closed the early. one place. Well, no, the one place that we went to first, they were out of like the tortillas, so they were oh. they didn't they couldn't do burrito, and then we went to another taco place. Taco, they were amazing. Like it was all good, but yeah, I wasn't able to get a burrito. Nah, yeah. it was really um, good food though. So, what was your favorite restaurant there? Oh gosh, um, I don't know the names of anything because I was like so okay. out of it. But Fair. um, though honestly, there was. Like, right after the event. I didn't, like, actually eat there, but once I got out at, like, 10.30 or whatever after, like, we did all the top cut stuff, um, we went to, like, so they, my friends went to, like, this place called The Melt or whatever. Like, it's not, like, the one in, like, Columbus. And, like, they had just, like, food that I, like, consumed very fast because I was, like, so hungry. And that was pretty good. Um, nice. So that, that was pretty good. Uh, that was the only name I remember, but... Yeah, the two taco places are very, very good. I just got carne asada, but of course, it's amazing. So, that was that was good. Yeah, that sounds good. My my favorite place was a hotel bar in my in the hotel I was staying at, Salton Whiskey. Um, and I went there on Sunday night because there was a very important football game going on, and like the place was dead aside from the side room and. All of the like bartenders, like one at a time, got very excited that I was there because they thought I was there for speed dating, and then got very disappointed that I wasn't there for speed dating. And so that was like the ego boost I needed for the disappointing regional. Oh. <laughs> it was like every time I was like, "Oh my god, are you here for speed dating?" It's like, "No. Do you want to be here for speed dating?" <laughs> no, no. But thank you. Um. So yeah. Uh, also, very good drinks there, so recommend that's, it. That's good. I, I was able to. I was actually able to go and drink because I'm 21 now. Like, this is like because I'm like like a month in or whatever. That was really nice. fun. Like I had this thing called like a lemon drop shot. That was really okay. Fun. <laughs> yeah, those are nice. All right, so why don't we get into the actual Pokemon part of San Diego? Um, you were yeah. judging. I was playing. How did you end up? I think I. <laughs> I think I remember having to stop by a few times. <laughs> um, yeah, so I I was doing okay before lunch. I was like three and one, and then I lost four in a row. Um, but also, I I made a handful of mistakes with my team. Like it it was my fault, but also I'm going to do the thing where I just kind of pass the blame all around here. Um, just setting that up. So in order to change your Terra types in game you need like 50 Terra shards which take hours and hours and there's a way that you can uh, change your Terra type and not save it but upload it as a rental team no. and then um, just don't save after you've uploaded the rental team then your Terra type goes back you keep all your shards and you can play with the rental online which I had been doing for about a month every time I had to change something with my team I would Rechange my terror types, uh, teach moves, and then go back. Um, and so, the only like terror type I really needed to change every time was my Garchomp to Steel. And I had done this like six different times, and that was like the only change I ever had to make to it until the very end when I was changing a couple moves. And so, like two days before, I had done the thing rental team. It was all good. 
And then it's like, okay, I'm not going to change anything else. And I put all the different moves on to my Pokemon that they needed because, like, the TMs are also kind of a pain to get sometimes. And even though I was in front of the restaurant to change Terratype, I forgot to change the Terratype on my Garchomp back. Again, I had done that, like, six times already, so just kind of slipped my mind. Also, round one, um, I didn't notice until game three that it was defaulting to the rental version of my team, which again, should have been the exact same. And so I had terrored my Garchomp to steal in the first two games, which was how everything should have worked and how it was on my team sheet. And then I think game three, I didn't tear out the Garchomp. Uh, um, but I had also switched to the actual in-game thing at that point, And it's like, okay, this is fine. Like I shouldn't have been able to switch between the two teams, but like they should be the exact same oh really no, interesting no issue yeah and it was like you didn't even have to like back out of the uh find an opponent it was just do you want to play again yes and then it asks you which team to use and again i only had one team but it was the same team in rental and in uh one of the battle boxes and then round two uh i lost game one and then game two towards the end i terrored my garchomp to make sure that the Iron Head would KO the Azumarill on the other side as I set up Tailwind. And it all happened. It, it all worked steel. perfectly. <laughs> the next two turns, like I had Tailwind up. They had nothing that could protect and everything just died in one shot from there. So it was like nice and easy. And then he's like, okay, I don't want to be that guy, but your thing says Terra Steel. I'm like, it is Terra Steel. And then I'm like thinking back to the match. It's like, okay, Garchomp did And then I'm like remembering its hat and it's like, Oh, wait, no, that was the wrong hat, and yeah, it was bad from there. So, oh, no. yeah. <laughs> so I got the loss for that round. Um, yeah, a couple judges were called. It was fixed before any of the judges could even look at the thing. But yeah, that was very embarrassing. And yeah, it again, like I should have looked at it closer, but also I had done it like six times. They should just make those things easier in game. Yeah, no, for do. sure. I mean, it definitely seems a lot more complicated, like, because some people I know, like, actually put, like, the wrong ability by, like, like, they just entered too soon, and, like, they had, like, overcoat instead of, like, overgrown, and they didn't check, so. Yeah. Yours, yours is at least more complicated, which, like, you know, it's more fair. I mean, to definitely always check, but I can see how you thought everything was, because doing it six times makes a lot of sense, but, yeah, I mean, you were definitely not the only one with the team error. I had, I had a, to attend to a few of those, so, you know. We're getting all back into the whole regional in-person thing again, again, I guess, since we had another break, but yeah. Yeah, and also, Always like, the, the no battle box locking is tricky. It is. I'm... Mm, like, it's, uh, it's not great. Panic. It, it, it went all right, though, I think. Like, I've floated this idea, and I'm sure there's, like, a thousand reasons why they can't do this, um... But, like, since everybody needs to have the online anyway, you could just upload your team as a rental and then only share the code with staff and then use that one for the entire thing. Oh, we can't. Well, like, in general, we can't have people use rentals because we can't check them. So using oh. a rental and then needing to check that rental is, I don't want to say, it's not impossible, but it, it okay. takes so much time. Um, especially if we're trying to get, you know... 100 team checks okay yeah um, that makes sense then yeah so the main thing with rentals is we can't we can't uh we can't check it really and then also you can't change rentals though so i guess like because then because then if you shared the rental code then we'd have to look at that rental code right so then we'd have to have a way to input that rental code and see what you're supposed to have so it's just better if we already can see what you're supposed to have um, I think Arkine was interested in looking into a potential, which I don't think it's possible, but a potential of uh, actually just inputting a rental code and then being able to draw the information from the rental code. But having to take a bunch of extra steps uh, is just so, takes so much longer. And it doesn't, I don't know how much it truly adds really either. Because, I mean, essentially you're still supposed to have the same thing. People are still going to mess up their their rental team, I bet, even and. Lots of just lots of more time in things, really. Unfortunately, if it was if it was easier, that'd be so great. But we can't. Yeah, like I, I just miss the actual locking because. Yeah. 
At least, you know, we had the plan meeting. Plan meeting only took seven minutes, whereas battle box talking would have taken like two hours. So <laughs> True. I don't know what the plus or what the plus is, but yeah. But yeah, because um, like before the actual tournament, I had like six or seven different versions of this team as rentals with different moves and stuff. And mm. I had deleted all of them except for the one where it was supposed to be right, but it would have been really annoying if I had or if anyone had just like clicked a previous version of their team at some point. Yeah, that's what we're supposed to have. Like, people are not supposed to have any rentals at all. Yeah. Um, as well. Like, that's like I think it says in the thing, don't have rentals, and we can penalize you if you have a rental that's the same thing, basically. Um, but like different stats. Like that would that would be a you know, hey, you're not supposed to do that because we said not to do that, and then you did it. So you know. Yeah. Fun things. But yeah, yeah it, it's hard I, I to was... avoid um, like rentaling your own team because of how it can save you so many uh, shards and items. Yeah, that makes sense. I didn't realize that it, it could do that, but I guess it does make sense it can, because I know it saves once you hit online, but if you're online, then right. you do the things, then it doesn't, yeah. you don't, you don't yeah, unsave. So and... How you do that is like you go online, it saves, you make sure autosave is off after that, and then you go feed your Pokemon the thing to make them a different Terra, give them their items, and then upload it as a rental, and then shut your game off without saving. And then everything goes back to normal, except you still have your rental code, which, yeah, yeah is very useful for practice. practice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, yeah, it's I tricky if you don't do sure it all again. Check it over. I mean, now you're probably never, you'll never make that mistake again. You, you're like, okay, this is not happening again, but well, for anyone else... You say who... that. <laughs> That's fair. I, I do say that. Uh, if I have to come over because your guard chomp is the wrong chair type again, then I'll be I'll be like, ah, oh, come on. <laughs> like I've, I've never had an issue like that before, but I've definitely forgotten to EV some Pokemon and then. Mm, yeah. Which like the team sheets are always right because I was always like copying it straight from the game, and then a handful of times I noticed as I was copying it and it was too late. It's like, well, my timid max speed Pelipper has like a two in the speed iv and it's too late for me to do anything about it now oh well yeah uh, yeah but anyway uh we should go over some of these teams even though there's only like a week and a half of this format left right yeah like it's, i don't love these changing of series no um like it's not even a full month that we used this for official events and it's only what two events yeah really um i saw so many so many toros like because i i did some team checks right so i was like that's a toros why are there so many toros like i think every single team i team checked they had like a toros on it and i haven't even realized that's like this really insane pokemon other than intimidate yeah it's intimidate fighting is actually a very very strong um offensive type right now well it usually is but um toros having that speed also helps yeah there is the there's a fire and the water i think i saw more water than the fire but there's definitely a mix of them yeah uh the water you can switch in on dendozo a lot easier so you can intimidate mm, cycle true. without taking too much damage fire helps dundozo. against goldingo oh true that's fair and then the, the dondozo did not did not win no which which is good um I, I'm sure it's going to have it's going to have some more chances. Um, uh, yeah, it's still very good. And then the let's see, we have second, we have top eight, top sixteen has two of them. So there's four in the top sixteen, and then five in the top thirty-two. Really, I think, unless I'm missing a a, a fish. Miascarada, uh, also just kind of everywhere. And yeah, I think that's probably the biggest reason why there are so few fish, because Miascarata is everywhere and it can crit through it. So you either have to Terra your big fish or just kind of die to Flower Trick. Um, yeah, that's fair. I see, I see some Miascarata and a Moongus on there. Though I, and there's also a Breloon. See the Breloon? Yes. Heck yeah. A and Breloon. then um, let's see what else. There's... There's something else really cool. Oh, the James was... Evans' team. It has a, a Bombasnose, a Titan. Yeah. 
that was really i didn't even know that was a thing that's really cool yeah um i was very happy to see dreadnought make top four <laughs> yes yeah. that too all the rain dreadnought was what i was running at the very beginning and i slowly pivoted away from rain um but yeah dreadnought's a monster it has been since it came out in sword and shield yeah um, now there's no grassy glide to go and just hit it yes and also there's <laughs> i think the bigger thing for me uh using it in gen 8 and this one was all the random grass moves that people had and with open team sheets i don't have to worry about somebody like doing a max overgrow from a pokemon i didn't know learn to grass move or True. Um, yeah you're terror blasting me grass yeah yeah and i don't know who terror blast grass there i think I mean, there were a few like grass terrors but then you can see it you're like hey i know yeah. you can do that I think most of the things that are grass terroring don't actually carry a grass move. It's just a defensive terror. Yeah, grass is so good defensively. Yeah, especially since it like blocks spore as well as yeah. Um, you don't have to go to resisting sleep. a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Um, There's a uh, some Gagarin also one that Pascalopor. That's an, like that insane team. Um, I didn't read the uh, what's it called? I didn't read. I didn't read his team, team report. Sheet? No, the team the team report. Oh, report. For okay. Um, yeah, I haven't read any of those either. But um, it's an insane team. I've seen like so many people on Twitter be like, "This is an insane team," and he's put so many hours in for this team, and it, it I mean it, it's done it's done phenomenal, and it's so cool to see. It looks so different, honestly, compared to like a lot of other things. There's the Tauros and there's the Muscarita, but there's like that Bascalibur. We've seen it around. Like um, well, I think well, Giovanni has the exact team exact same team as well. But we, we see the Excalibur, and that was really cool to kind of start to see it pop up a little bit. Because when I originally saw it, I was like, oh, this I don't think this thing's going to be too good because, like, its moves kind of a little weird. And But I think it's really cool that it was, that I was able to do really well. And then there's the Mimikyu and all these cool Pokemon just all fit together really well into becoming a champion. Yeah, uh, Mimikyu's offensive typing in this format is just amazing. And then the ability to make sure you always live in attack is also great. Miascarda with Focus Sash is also the most annoying way to run Miascarda, just because, again, it takes two hits and will probably kill you before you can kill it in two hits. And so, yeah, there's just a ton of priority on that team, uh, a ton of ways to live attacks, uh, cycle intimidate, and then a handful of things that just destroy you like the loaded dice icicle spear or the choice specs goldingo and then if it wants to stall you with garganical it can do that it just has a lot of options yeah for sure for that uh poison garganical is like the only terror type that'll live everything barring a crit from don dozo which is cool i believe huh. i asked about that yeah because because with earthquake it doesn't kill you unless it crits i've heard so okay, that's really that cool sense. okay i, I feel like there are a number of types that you could do. There's, I think to, there might be a, the one more type. I think there's only two types, but there's another type, but it's not as good as poison for some reason that I don't remember because of something else. It's oh, like, it, it's like it's like poison. It's like it resists. It like lives down dozo and also one other thing specifically because the other typing doesn't live the other thing. Yeah, I, like it would have Maybe to be water. I think for the because Dendozo only runs like earthquake, wave crash, and um, order up. Well, so, but it also does terra flying, so grass, uh, so grass okay. can lose that, which is what um, um, I forget who played against Emilio. I was on, I was a stream judge for round five. I was the stream judge, and uh, Emilio terra flying and it just destroyed the Gorgonacle. I think poison and water are the only two that don't get one shot by Dundozo, but then water dies to the Neoscarator. So something like that, which is really cool. So poison's mm. a good typing for Gorgonacle. It was cool to see the. It was interesting because I because we got into the Garganacle Don Dozo round five with Emilio. Um, I'm really blanking on their name, but that was kind of interesting to see because um, Emilio's like two Pokemon, the two leading Pokemon got like wiped turn one. I was like, oh, this isn't good, you know, for Emilio. And then I was like, wait a second, Don Dozo can just do this. So that was really insane to see. Oh, it uh, looks like you played Colin. Colin, yeah, I was like, I know, I know who it is, but I also don't know who it is. <laughs> Yeah, who also had the Baxcalibur and a Tauros and a Garganicle. Um But yeah, Emilio, he what, went 10-0 and 0 
the first day. Yeah, I think so. Which is pretty impressive. Very um, well. Especially since I mean, I don't, it's top eight. Like, did anyone else even run the Glamora? I'm not sure. I don't think we saw the Glamora come out on the field at least round five. I did not watch. It. Oh, there's a James Beck run it. Oh, top thirty-two. Okay. I don't want this one there. I did not super expect to see that. Um, and oh, there's one also... in the top 64. Yeah, it's like an Ihalego, right? But kind of a little different. I don't know everything. It's slower. It <laughs> it's really uh, slow, I think. Or is it really, is it, is it really no, slow? It, I want to say it's like 80s. I can okay, but still like, it doesn't like Garchomp. Like now, how Ihalego was like, hey, hey, hey Garchomp, we're going to give this Pokemon that can learn Hidden Power Eyes one more, one more base stat on speed. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Glamora is base eighty six. So okay, so not kinda, too slow, but definitely doesn't want to see Garchomp. It was water terror type, so I mean, it does pretty solid. And then it looks like it's one point faster than Goldingo. So one point faster than okay, okay. So it doesn't get you know destroyed by uh, make it rain. Also, I'm mildly upset that i couldn't watch any of the stream because i still don't know how to pronounce any of these pokemon so apologies to everyone if i'm butchering their names um i'm i'm sure they were better about that on the actual stream yeah i think that stream the stream went really well at least in terms of the casting and everything i think there might have been some flickering but i think that was the production because when i was watching there wasn't any flickering on the stream on the switch switches so I heard at least for round one there were a bunch of disconnects on like oh, yeah, that's, turn that's one. A <laughs> um, yeah. So I didn't run into any like disconnects in any of the rounds I played, but really? you judging, um, you probably have a better <laughs> idea of how often it actually happened because it seemed like a bunch of people around me were having issues. I'm surprised you didn't have an issue. I thought at least everyone did once. Um. So, so this is more of like not as you know terrible disconnect but there's more than i can count probably four to five hundred plus um total um of a disconnect just happening either in team preview and turn zero be very beginning turn one kind of thing um and that just happened across the board consistently throughout the day um we're thinking it it possibly was just because everyone was kind of starting at once and it didn't like that so it just kind of like booted you out uh, maybe just didn't have a strong connection because everyone else was. Because it just seemed the fix for that, at least, was typically um, restarting your switch or even uh, switching the host of who did the union circle. Just having that extra time for the the internet to probably just, like, kind of catch up, we feel. Um, I, I had oh. people specifically actually have their time zone correctly set and, like, the time set and then restart their switch, which also seemed to work. I don't know if the time change worked huh. at all, but, it you know, it, it at least... That, that specifically did work. Um, and But then people would still have the problems, you know, later in the, in the day. But at least, you know, that wasn't too bad. Because at, at most, the, that, all that really did was, um, you know, cause it to possibly go slightly longer. But honestly, if it's, you know, extra five minutes because of disconnects, that's not that bad. And it seemed every... It, and once we got to the, to the um, I think, past round four or five, honestly, it really was an hour around, which was absolutely amazing. Yeah, um, it went quick. Yeah, it was it was great. I mean, round one was round one, but that was I think that was mainly because a lot of people had all all of those disconnects. Really, people hadn't really reset their switches in months. And when I mean months, I mean months. Um, resetting the switches is just really important to keep your switch kind of in good standing. So I do uh. suggest everyone. I'm going to be pushing this out in in front of every single regional and and major event is to make sure you've reset your switch. Um, you know, at least at least a few days before the event, if not, if you if you can the day of. I know that can be a little weird for some digital people in terms of like downloading or something, but if you can reset your switch, that's really great. Um, and then round one as a while as well, we had some people who hadn't just set their they hadn't changed their wired settings to automatic, which is a really easy fix. That was fine. Uh, and then the controllers are being a bit weird, but it worked out. Um, we had a few disconnects. I won't say a few. I mean. A lot less than we, I think, really anticipated um, in the middle of of the of the games, like truly in the middle of the game. Um, and it was just a disconnect. And at that point, it's like, well, you know, unless you unless you physically take your switch out, we can't really determine who who disconnected. Um, if you take your switch out, we can tell who disconnected, but we couldn't. Yeah. We can't tell who disconnected if if the server just you know bopped out. So 
um, at that point, it's like, oh, if you know you're three and three, then it's a tie, and then sudden death happens. So we had we had a few sudden death happen throughout throughout the day, but I don't really think that caused the rounds to go any further. Um, so that well was good, and yeah, that was it. wasn't too bad. There were a few um, hardware issues sometimes, like oh, I noticed like a dock was was always acting up for the same table. So I'm like, hey, we we need to fix this and stuff like that. But generally, it went really well, which is phenomenal. Um, just Making sure everyone comes in prepared and has their switch set to the right settings, has their wired controller set to the right settings, and everything like that just, you know, makes yeah. it go even smoother. Yeah, I, I can confirm that the Pokin controllers are okay to battle with in these games. Um, you That's don't good. need the sticks for anything. Uh, but also, like, I, I don't remember if it was round three or four, like, my opponent still had no idea how to get into the battle setup, which was strange. Interesting. Yeah, Union Circle saved us um, because a lot of players, and we anticipated this, a lot of players would disconnect their Switch while still connected to their opponent. And if yeah. you do that not in a Union Circle, it bans you from playing online. <laughs> okay, so if you do that in the Union Circle, it's not a big deal then? It, it seems to be. I still encourage people to disconnect from their opponent and get out of the Union Circle beforehand, but it yeah. definitely seems to be, um, like, I don't. I didn't hear of someone who was banned from playing online. So it does seem the Union Circle protects a lot more against the banning of online if you disconnect too early. Okay. But yeah, I always like to I always like to back out and tell people just completely back out is just the safest thing. But yeah, we didn't have I, any issues, which is really good. I definitely like backed out and manually disconnected from the internet and then shut down after every round. Yeah, that I I say that I feel that's best practice, especially if like you guys forget to do Union Circle or anything like that, but. I, I like completely backing out because I don't want my Switch to yell at me, you know? Just make my Switch happy. But as for the, like, turn one or turn zero disconnects, like, was it really you just had to lead the same things? So, in the rules, um, if a disconnect occurs in team preview or when the the score is still four and four, which is about, you know, turn one. It can even technically be a turn three, but still four and four. Um, that is a right. complete game null slash restart. Okay. So at that point, that game did not exist, and that there makes... is no enforcing of the judges to say, "Oh, you have to do this." It, the game's just reset. You can gentlemen's to it. Okay. Yeah. I, so. I feel like most of the people were under the assumption that they had to lead the same things, which doesn't seem right because you can obviously switch what you have in the back without them knowing. Yeah, exactly. Um, and that's 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 one of the reasons, I think, that they're just like, yeah, we're just yeah. not going to go into this. Like, there's too many factors, too many things that can cause issues. Just simply a, a game null. It, says, yeah. it says specifically in the rules that the game is null. Okay. Restart it, so... Okay, yeah. good. Because, like, I was running a Zoroark, so I could do a bunch of <laughs> mean things with that. Um, but it never happened to me, so it never came up. <laughs> Yeah, um, no, I mean, but yeah, I always good, encourage to good. make sure both people are on the same page in terms of if you're going to lead the same thing or not. Um, I mean, then again, people technically don't have to do that. Uh, there's no enforcing of it. Um, I mean, okay. be nice. You know, if you're not gonna, you should probably say, hey, let's just restart it. That seems like the right rule, um, but it also seems like it could have been more clearly explained to some of the players because... That's fair. I mean, I don't, I'm, I'm hoping at least no judge said, oh, yeah, I'll lead the same thing. Um, whenever I said it, I just said restart the game and end the game. And if players asked me for confirmation, I'll be like, you can do what you want. Like, it's it's a it's a restart, like, you know, kind of thing. Okay. Um, I definitely I definitely explain when someone asks me, like, do we have to? I'm like, no, you do not have to. Okay. It is just Good a restart of the game. Yeah. I'll, I'll make sure, I want to make sure players know that I'll probably try and say that. But yeah, that's what, that's what it, that's what's, blah, words are hard. That is what the rules go with. Yeah, like I, ideally, the, there wouldn't be any disconnects and it wouldn't be an issue. Ideally. But. So anyway, next week we have Liverpool, which I believe is the only Series 1 event in Europe. Is that correct? I think so. I don't know any of any other ones other than maybe like, you know, um, non-CP official ones that some people uh, are running as, as or... sanctioned. But yeah, this is the only major that I know of. I almost forget about Liverpool for a moment, but we're all good. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel bad for all the, the Europeans because they're like, I still need to play Series 1, but everyone's like, oh, Series 2? So it's... Oof. 
Right. Um, and so let's get into Series 2, which they Ooh. announced a couple weeks ago. It's starting in February, uh, February 1, and Orlando is February 3, and we'll be using it. So yep. uh, two, two days between the latter going live and having to have your team sheet locked. Um, although, again, yeah, the, the ladder little... in a Oof. team preview format doesn't really work, so... Yeah, I'm really hoping that people are able to get practice. Um, I know that, you know, Series 2 is live, on Showdown at least, and so people can utilize that. But I know some people do like to still battle in-game to get some practice, so it's kind of unfortunate that it's like, oh, you have two days to in-game. Especially Uh, since... Hmm? Yeah, uh, ironically, I like to battle in-game to make sure that my team is correct. Oh, yeah, that's... (laughs) mm. (laughs) And yet... And yet... Um, not not helping me so much this year maybe next time yeah i i'm not a big fan of switching formats so quickly um it feels like any of the work i did on uh series one is just kind of wasted time at this point yeah for sure it's it's definitely a little frustrating um especially you know for everyone really involved even the um the online grassroots leagues like we're like you know this is kind of not fun um uspa started up and we're kind of like, all right, it's series one for the first two weeks in terms of default, but you can, you can gentlemen's to series two if you want, but we want to try and make sure people have the time, but it's also like people don't want to play. So it's like, what do we do? So many confusion. Right. Yeah. Uh, I'm curious, like who gets to decide on the like VGC side, like which formats we use? Cause I'm guessing there's like a disconnect between game freak switching the things in game and like tpci not knowing what's coming up but that could just be me like making stuff up in my head i know they communicate Uh, i think just decision making can be a little out of step but yeah um i mean it's definitely weird because i mean we all kind of expected we all kind of knew that hey you know series two this is what this is all gonna be and everything and and then, but then really what threw, I think, everyone off, which is the fact that uh, a few weeks ago, um, that OCIC was announced as Series 1, um, but it had the little, like, parentheses, oh, rules are subject to change, um, but we're well, all like... I, I, it, if you remember, and I think I have it pulled up here, they actually announced it was going to be Series 1 before we had Series 1 rules, so earlier in that thing it says Series 1 rules and regulations will be posted soon, and so the little parentheses was about check pack to see what Series 1 actually is. I thought OCSC was announced like Series 1 like three weeks ago. It was, I thought we definitely had Series 1 rules, because Series 1 rules was the beginning of December. I don't think we had that. We, ha- we didn't have OCSC Series 1 until a few weeks after, because... I know Henry was okay I, with like sharing his series one teams with a lot of people, and then he was I like, think "Wait it was a second, can't posted do that on home, but they hadn't announced it as the official VGC format yet." Is oh. what it was. The rules were updated December fifth, which is right. a, which is basically right then. I, thought, I mean, yeah, I thought that we had it pretty. I thought we had it at least that we were like, "Okay, it's weird that OCC series two because now we don't know." But either yeah. way, I mean, normally in the in the past at least. You know, we'd expect the series to continuously match everything. And now it's like OCSC Series 1 when we know Series 2 is probably going to be different. And so I was always like, right. oh, is Series 1 just going to be Series 2? And that's why they set it in there because yeah, that, it's just that always possibility. But now we know that Series 1 does not match Series 2. Uh, has all the, the, po- the po- Paradox Pokemon. Um, but we still technically don't have official, official confirmation. Um, I mean, I've been told um, that all, all events... Past February first, I mean until at least whatever series three is, is is uh, series two, but I'm getting a little frustrated that they haven't particularly said that officially for OCIC people because that's in a month, and yeah. I feel if this in- this information exists and I feel it it should it should be out there. Yeah, and it's the ESL that's running OCIC, um, yes. and their website which I'm on right now still says more info coming soon if you try to click the international championships so there is no yeah, info I, from them yet yeah i'm not too sure yeah a lot of things i think are, are, are a bit uh a bit of a mess kind of a bit late um staff emails were supposed to go out uh last night and i am still been consistently i i had a stress room about it right i'm like you were refreshing my my mailbox every three seconds <laughs> yeah or, and, like i'm waiting for registration announcements because yeah. like i already booked I mean, that trip and i 
don't want to miss registration for that. And yeah, for sure. Um, I'm def- I'm hoping it's coming out next week. Like once staff is confirmed, I mean that you don't you don't always need to have staff confirmed to have registration go up. I mean you probably should, but everything should probably have been you know a few weeks before, <laughs> anyways. Um, yeah, because like um, yeah. Vancouver is the month after, and registration mm-hmm. for that went up already. So I got in there, but yeah, more worried about the Oceano. Um, yeah, no, for sure, and and also with uh, which I'm, I don't I don't know why they did the, they changed this, but for those with travel awards, you actually always had a guaranteed spot for registration for that international championship. Um, so for example, for NAIC, um, of of last last year, Henry had the travel award, and he actually had a guaranteed spot. He didn't technically have to, you know, beat all of the waves of people. Um, to get that registration in, but he, he tried to anyways because he was, you know, a little nervous, of course. But uh, but now you don't actually have a guaranteed spot if you have a travel award for the international championship. So technically, if Henry doesn't, you know, for our, anyone who has a travel award, I know Joe has as well. If they don't register fast enough, then they might not be able to register for the event and they have this travel award for it, which is, I don't know why they changed that because I feel that those with travel awards should still always have the guaranteed spot, especially since we know that these fill up extremely quickly. So right. a little frustrating on that end. Um, and then, of course, to everyone else who doesn't have a travel award and has booked the flights, they definitely also want to know, hey, I, I need to do this. Because I know a lot of players, they like to potentially book the... the, 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 the like to book the travel... Um, you know, after they register, but at this point you really can't. Like you said, you, you've right. already booked it and it's a month out. You, you, you're you going to get, you know, $3,000 flights a month out at this point. So it's just like, oh, we need this out, you know, really so badly. Yeah. No registration, no rules, at least confirmed. It's kind of kind of nerve wracking at the moment. Like no staff apparently either yet. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. It's definitely a little anxiety inducing. Um, and also sure for us, it's okay, on the but, yeah. opposite side of the world too. So, yeah, it's it's a lot of, oof. But anyway, uh, series two, uh, as far as what it adds, it's the paradox Pokemon, um, which the past paradox get a boost in some, the future ones get it in electric terrain. Any of them can hold a uh, energy booster. I think it is booster energy. Booster energy. Yeah, okay. You're close. <laughs> I, I had the words, just not the order. And that will let them get their boost once a game? I think it disappears if you switch out, right? And then the it item... disappears yeah, it disappears on switch out. But um if you have the sun activated, the sun activated does it first, and then if the sun goes away, then your boost goes away, but then the booster energy can proc. Ah. Okay. That's yeah, nice to know. I think anyways, um, it doesn't like yeah, it can't like double proc. So if it's in the sun and you're holding a booster energy, then just the sun is the priority. Um, but yeah, but then the sun goes away and the the stats go away. So it's kind of interesting. Okay, and then but yeah, if you switch it out, it goes away. Boost your high stat, kind of like a beast boost, um, but it mm-hmm. only goes thirty percent uh, unless it's speed, in which case it is fifty percent. Uh, but one of yeah. the important things about that is that it doesn't count as a like stage for your stats so i don't think it's ignored by unaware oh really um i i've asked around on that people aren't 100 percent sure but that seems to be what people think that's kind of cool i mean it makes sense of like because that high stat 30 percent versus like an entire stage yeah it, it's so it's an ability boost not a stage boost hmm. um, oh yeah so like so like huge power does unaware does unaware ignore huge power? I don't know that. I don't think so. Okay. Stuff like sheer force too, I think would would work. Um, that goes through unaware. Okay, makes sense. But even so, uh, I think Dendozo probably gets more usage in series two than in series one. Mm. Uh, just yeah. b- because, <laughs> um, if you'll remember, the Miascarada was on just about every team suppressing the Dendozos. And one of the things Miascarada had going for it in Series 1 is that it was just about the fastest thing in the field and could KO a bunch of stuff. 
Whereas now we have things like Flutter Main and Iron Bundle that are both faster than Miascarata and uh, have super effective same type attack boost against it. So that makes life very hard for the cat, which <laughs> is great news for Dendozo players. So yeah, it's going to be interesting seeing the different things that change because of all that. Yeah, and it'll be we'll get a, a regional right off the bat, so <laughs> yeah, we'll see like how that affects the meta. <laughs> yeah, we have, I think, three majors. We'll have uh, Orlando, and then OCC, and then Knoxville as well. Yes. Um, is there any others in different regions in that time period? I think, I don't think there's a European one in mm-hmm. February, but there is a European special event in the Netherlands um, the week the weekend after Vancouver. Okay, it looks like there's a Latin American event in March. Oh yeah, that's that one. That one just, yes, March 11th. Also the same weekend as Ben, no, as Vancouver, I think. Uh, March 11th, 12th. I can't remember. Uh, there's so many dates. I've been trying yes, to figure it, out flights. It's the same, <laughs> same weekend. Okay. And then Oceana also has Perth on March 4? Yeah, it's like OCIC and then Perth, so... It's, oh, so many regionals happening, all in Series 2. Yeah. At least, at least Series 2 will get some usage. Hopefully people like it, because I've been seeing so many people love Series 1. They're like, oh, it's too bad we have to see it go so soon. But now everyone gets it in Series 2. Yeah. Um, I'm going to guess that the teams that win the end of Series 2 will look nothing like the ones that win two days into Series 2. No, probably not. It'll be really cool to see that, how it ends up. Maybe Dundos will finally get a regional win. Oh, no, not finally. Oh, We've had one event. Yeah, it, it's what coming. What am I saying? I know it's coming. <laughs> it's coming. I wonder how many it'll get. I don't want to guess we'll that. See. Looking at the schedule now, there's a lot more regionals than I thought there yeah, were. Yeah, and I'm like be. hitting up all of them. I'm trying to see if maybe Netherlands is possible, because it may be possible if I just miss a Monday of school, which would be amazing. Uh, which weekend is that? Uh, the weekend after Vancouver. So I'd go oh. from Vancouver, and then I'd have to come back to Columbus, and then I'd go from Columbus to the Netherlands. But that's over my spring break, so I can actually do that. I should probably go to the Netherlands at least once in my life, because my family is from there. I mean, if you if you go there, it's, I don't the, I, the flights don't seem absolutely horrendous. Yeah, so I, I'm, I'm not going to be able to do it this year. <laughs> um, okay. That's Cause, fair. Because, <laughs> yeah, I'm doing Australia, I'm doing Vancouver, and I'm oh, doing Oh, true. Yeah, Portland, no, you can't. So, uh, yeah, yeah, that's fair. Maybe next time. That'd be really cool. Because I'm really, I'm really hoping I can go, because that'd be, like, my first European regional and all these fun things. I'd also have to get selected to staff as well. Yeah, that'd be nice. Um, and I'm also going to ask you, uh, have you heard any updates on locals yet since the last time we talked or nope. is it still in the okay unfortunately yeah no what i figured um, yeah early I mean, we could double check the thing but i doubt it's still i said i doubt it says anything other than early 2023 and i i, I have not heard any local news at all um i'm hoping again that we get news within the month but i, I have no clue I, that's just my hopes yeah yeah, I've, I've there's been some speculation in terms of when they might come around, and these are all these are all just the players speculating. There's there's either the VG side where it's like, or I, I think the general like travel stipend side, like oh, okay maybe it'll be after OCIC because then the stipends don't get really messed up because if it's before OCIC, then you right. have locals for the stipend for NAIC and then or for EUIC, and it's a little weird. But if you have it starting after OCIC, then you then all those stipends are just for NAIC, which I, I you know feels a little better. Um, and then, but then also on the TCG side, they're like, hey, there's this rotation that's happening. And I don't exactly remember when it is. I think it's like mid-March-ish, maybe a little later, the the rotation is happening. Um, and they're thinking maybe the locals will happen after the rotation. So those are, I think the two, really the two times I've just been hearing speculation, but those are not confirmed at all. That's just what players have been saying. Right. So it seems like those might be to, you know, if, if they want to actually time it well, those might be two good times for it, but... Who knows if that will even be a factor in when locals return. Okay. Yeah, I just kind of want to know if we're going to still have the same format as we did for the locals the last couple years where we have PCs and MSSs and how their points shake out. Yeah, for Um, sure. Um, Definitely been working a little bit more on trying to figure out getting these locals connected and everything. Uh, USPA, you know, just started its for a second season now, which is awesome. Um, you know, trying to connect more locals. And there's been a lot of people trying to, you know, there's been a lot of professors, actually, which has been really cool. We've seen a lot of, they've been going through their backlog because we've, we've known that 
And their professor application was actually closed starting, I think, end of October, maybe, maybe beginning of November, um, because they had to just get through a bunch of applications and, uh, and background checks and all that fun stuff. But there's been an influx of all of those professors now, um, you know, getting through, which is really cool. And there's been a lot of VG people interested in running VG events. So if we do, once we do hear about locals, there will be, you know, a lot of people really interested in running all of those. Um, it'll be a bit slow because we're going to, because some of those won't be CP official events, CP events, but they'll still be official events, which helped us to get CP events. So I do encourage okay. um, people to go to all of these non-CP uh, locals if possible when they do pop up so that, you know, we can get those CP locals going. Uh, given it's the same way that we get locals as three years ago. Yeah. Everything could be changed. We don't know. Yeah. I, I feel like locals is the one where they play around with stuff the most. Like the CP payouts, yeah. I feel like those change just about every year. Um, yeah, they definitely were. I think they stayed for since 20. No, because they changed the PC then. Because 2016 had the mid-seasons be like 90 CP, but they shared that with regionals. And then they got rid of that in 2017. Um, but then I think PCs were then changed from like 20 from like 20 to win or something. Then it got 30 to win, but then it was like 15 for second. It was a little weird. Yeah. But I think, yeah, I've definitely been playing around with that for a little bit. But... Yeah. Well, it's it's, I guess, better than it used to be where you would play in a 70 round or 70 person local and get 10 cp for winning yeah oh gosh back in the day i know that there was there was a um i forget what it's called no it's not called extended um elevated right. I think yes elevated word. if you i i've only played in one cap. elevated pc that was like in 2016 at a regional um for the seniors which was kind of cool but i know those existed at least and then you would get more cp so i don't know if those actually yeah. even went away or I believe I they did. Saw them. I okay, think so they those just... even went away. Yeah. So hopefully, and I've seen actually people even talk about elevated regionals, which is kind of insane. Um, like people, because because like people been like, okay, um, I know that the elevation never actually uh, hit the hit over the winning cap, but it helped the people who would you know get top thirty two. It's yes. like, hey, if you get top thirty two, you know that's sixty CP and nothing else. Um, maybe you could get 80 CP and then they just kind of raise the bar for everyone except the winner uh, to get more CP in, in terms of elevation, um, which would be kind of cool for a regional to actually have that because I know TCG's been hitting those. I mean, TCG's been TCG forever, but, you know, there's that that person who won two regionals and they don't even have their invite. Not that elevation would move the cap, the, for, the max, the first place up, yeah. but yeah, definitely, you know, insane is like, okay, you know, you get second a few times, you know, you get top... 32 a few times you've played phenomenally but you've only gotten 120 cp out of now you have so you still need i think they still need 500 like you know you top 32 to 1300 people regional and you only have less than a fit about a fourth i don't know how math works yeah a fourth of your invite maybe yeah it's rough i know i've gotten top cup multiple times in multiple different years and still not come close to invites on either of those years I guess if yeah. I had, if I had won them, like I I probably would have had invites, but yeah, like two top eights and like a couple top thirty twos just doesn't do it. Yeah, definitely. We'll have to see. Um, I'm hoping that it all works out well. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's weird being like I know it's technically only two weeks into the season, but it feels like the season's half over and we still don't know like half of the formats or cp structure or anything like that yeah it does feel like that i mean we have uh, we had at least the cp bar announced um yeah and then, yeah it's like but hey, without knowing about <laughs> without knowing um anything about local cp or how often locals are going to happen if they're going to happen for cp um yeah kind, absolutely kind of makes the bar this like nebulous thing mm-hmm Especially for how, you know, who will even have to run locals. We've been, hopefully, we've been getting more, and we've been, I've been pushing to get more. But, I, I mean... I keep seeing things out of Portland, of just a bunch of people that got approved and want to run locals in Portland. Oh, um, you, I will ask you for those information, because I'm trying to help connect those people with everyone else. Okay. So I'll be, I'll be stalking the event locator. The event locator got an update. I think I've probably said it before. It's phenomenal, but... 
I'm going to use that for all my info. And speaking of info, we got a little more information about the Pokemon Home updating. Uh, It's going to happen in early February. Mm -hmm. But as far as we know right now, it's just adding uh, battle data, which would have been great a month ago. Um, I'm not sure how, like, it's not going to be able to help you figure out Series 2 before you have to lock in for Orlando. But at least you'll be able to see... Uh, the top terror types and items on different Pokemon eventually. Eventually. But we yeah, at least it's it's getting there. And then Yeah, so we don't know the... if it's gonna add anything else to Sword and Shield or not, but or not Sword and Shield. Uh Scarlet and Violet. That's the current one. Uh but Scarlet and Violet also getting an update to one point two. Um I'm guessing that has something to do with home, but I don't think it has anything to do with importing Pokemon or exporting Pokemon. It said there was they said they they mentioned additional functionality or something like that. I so, think. yeah, my my guess and again, only a guess is that if you've been on Battle Stadium, uh there's that grayed out thing that says the tournaments will be coming soon. I'm guessing that's what gets added in. Yeah, probably. Because then we get to we're getting to the where the the online competitions the ICs yes the ICs are coming up maybe I feel did they announce that we were going to have those for CP this year because I feel like they announced that we would not I but, don't think anything I, has been confirmed or denied so okay. we don't know which is fun I don't even know if they're still on the website I haven't checked but if they follow along with similar to locals they might have just taken away that page until they actually get yeah. The, because they also, there's a chance they might have been waiting on Game Freak to confirm, hey, yeah, we can do this before actually putting it up. Because if they can't even, like, if Game Freak can't do it, then they can't do it. You know, it's like this kind of mixture of things, because fun things. So I, if we do get ICs, then that, I think that will probably be it. I'd assume if we do get an IC, then we'll have some for CP, but okay. who knows. I'm hoping that um, it'll fix some bugs and then... ICs are nice for some extra CP. It's not too much, but it's some, I guess. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, I doubt it'll be anything more than that, though. Yeah, me as well. Um, yeah, although, I, can, like, I can put my hopes up for Battle Box locking, but I do not believe that in the slightest. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's coming. Um, I would be shocked if they added um, like the different forms of Pokemon that are already in the decks from home. Uh, I I really don't yeah, think they're they gonna have, have any. Uh, they might be able to things. move that together, or because there's is there gonna be another home update? Because didn't they? I have yes. no clue if there's time. Yeah, there's another home update. Did they say early 2023 or did they say March of 2023? Because I thought it was just early. I heard March somewhere, but I don't know if it was in reference to that. I I think there is something happening in March with home though. Yeah, there's probably gonna be two home updates: the February one, and then probably a little bit after the actual update, the other update. Yeah. yeah, but the, the SV update said, I think, late February, though, right? You said, I think you mentioned? Um, early. Oh, er, it was early. Er, the home update is early February. Um, yeah, I know the home update is early, but I thought the SV update was late February, which was near OCIC, possibly, which is more fun. But that's okay, because if one person has an update, you can actually share it with everyone else. So that'll be interesting if, right. if the update oh, happens. Oh, man, then. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Yeah, you can at least share it locally, which is really nice, but that might, you know, who knows if that'll take more time to get everyone updated. <laughs> Let's hope not. Yeah. All right, and that's all the topics I brought for today. Is there anything else you wanted to bring up while we're while we're here? Um, I mean, other than just uh, always advertising my grassroots, as always. Yeah. Um, we have NPA signups. I got everything, like, and we got, I got all my signups out, like, the Friday, like, last Friday. Um, NPA signups are out. Um, collegiate league signups are out. Um, those are really cool. I'm going to start pushing that as more because we're hoping to get more into, uh, more, se- uh, season two, more people, more schools. That'd be really cool. I think we're potentially looking at a full Belgium team, which is awesome. Wow. Yeah, I know. Right. I'll be like, oh my gosh, that'd be so cool. Having an entire like country outside of the U S having a full team. That'd be so cool. Uh, and then, um, more, just more schools is really cool for collegiate. And then there's NPA, USPA started. Um, it's always really fun. Uh, I have to announce very soon. I'm trying to get it up in terms of specifics, but Hatterian series is uh, aiming to be uh, January 28th. 
that weekend there. That um, is trying to get everything up. I've been trying to confirm all the series and all the times, and there's a lot of things that we've had to like work with and everything like that. But Hattering series with Scarlet Violet, which I'm very excited about. Uh, that will series two. Yeah, series two. Yeah, okay. series two for the one of the 28th. Um, I also really want to be able to run an APAC one, but that I'm specifically waiting for the official Oceana rules, which I'm hoping Makes that sense. comes up soon because I want to be able to announce that as well. But yeah, grassroots stuff. Uh, always, always keep everyone updated with everything. Cool. All the fun things. I'm very excited to see how everything's growing. It's been great. Yeah, it sounds exciting. Yeah, um, I'll be at Orlando and I'll also be at Knoxville. Oh, it's always been amazing to see. Honestly, this weekend... Someone asked me recently, oh, what's, what's, when, what's like your favorite regional? And I, I, I kind of was like, this one honestly was so amazing. Definitely in my top three. Like this weekend in San Diego, in San Diego, it was so much fun. Absolutely amazing to see everyone again. It felt, it truly felt like VG was coming back and it was, it was amazing. Yeah. Like I saw so many people that I hadn't seen in like years and years there. Yeah. It was, it was really cool. It was, it was so cool. So I'm really excited to see how we'll keep going. We hit the cap for Orlando in a hundred minutes. That was cool. I saw that. I don't know if what? I saw that. I got very worried yeah. about some of the other ones. <laughs> yeah, I was like really anxious last night. I think it was partially because I'm waiting for the OCSC email. But I was like so anxious for like also Orlando Knoxville, um, a little bit. I was like, Oh, I wonder how fast that'll fill up. I'm not too sure. I think I think it hit five hundred. I'm um, not entirely sure. I, I believe you can still register for that one. So it hasn't yeah, hit the cap yet closed. as of recording. Um, yeah. Um, and then I know Vancouver is probably not even going to ever cap because it's Vancouver. Um, but it looks like they just they passed like... 300. I have no idea what their yeah. cap would actually be. Yeah, I have no clue either. <laughs> I got very worried um, registering for Vancouver yesterday because I was at work and I had to like step in the back for a minute to try to get in. Ah. And once it asked for my payment, I had to do a bunch of like two-step authentication things, and then it sent me back to Arcanine, and then Arcanine asked me to re-sign into Google, and then Google wanted me to authenticate, and then by the time it popped me back to Arcanine, it was showing me San Diego. Oh. And I'm like, I don't know, and I had to get back to work, um, but my credit card was charged, and a few hours later, I found out I did get registered to vancouver but i i never got the confirmation page or anything hmm. um, as long as yeah make sure you, yeah you, you said you have the you have the numbers so you're good yeah. but yeah that's a little oof that's less stressful at least vancouver isn't one that's yes. like insta sellout and arcanine like forces you to use a google email which is not an email that i use so i didn't have access to that on my phone right away um, uh, yeah which is annoying, so... Um, but it seems like it all worked out, just in a very confusing way. <laughs> well, that's good, it ended well. Yeah, but yeah. And anything yeah, I'm else? I'm excited to see everyone. I'm excited to see everyone, uh, right. even if you're not coming to an original, maybe if you're able to, but I'm, I've been, it's been amazing to see everyone again. So. Yeah, so it sounds yeah. like just a, a ton of people are going to Orlando, just like they did for San Diego. Largest regional, woo! This will be fine. We may or may not be shortly understaffed, so be patient, please. <laughs> oh, uh, do you? Uh, I heard you guys have a much larger event space for that one, correct? Yes, we have. Okay. Yes, it's very, it's very large. Um, uh, San, so, San Diego was uh, cozy. It was cozy. It, it was. I think it was well organized um, in terms of the space, but it was cozy. Yes. Um. So some of the times trying to walk in and out of the actual hall was kind of tricky. Um, mm. not a yeah, lot of I remember having to keep room. yelling at people to get out of the walkway when they were watching stream. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not fighting through a sea of people to get to the highest. Let me, let me go, you know? <laughs> yep. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's gonna do it for this week. We should be back in, uh, wait, is Orlando in two weeks? No, no. Orlando. Uh, Orlando is, I think, in only three. Three weeks. Two, okay. Weeks. So we can we can do this again in two weeks, right? You're not doing anything yeah, that we, well. Yeah, I, yeah, you're yeah. doing Hatterene and a bunch of other stuff that weekend, but yeah, but but maybe you can spare an hour. Sure. Sure. All good. right. So until next time, I've been Sam. I've been Melissa. And we will see you next time on the Lava Team.
it's it's a lot of oof 